Hello, and welcome to the Federal Contracting Made Easy podcast, where we take the complex world of government contracting and break it into simple steps that any small business owner can master. Now, let me introduce your host, Nancy Byerly. Hello and welcome to Federal Contracting Made Easy, where we take the complex world of government contracting and break it into simple steps that anyone can master. I'm your host, Nancy. This is episode number 104, and today's topic is on contract disputes and claims. As a small business owner, the better educated you are, the better decisions you can make for your business. This is especially true when you have a material disagreement or issue relating to a government contract. This could result in you having to file a dispute or file a claim against the government. This is where the Contract Disputes Act, otherwise known as CDA, comes into play. The Contract Dispute Act of 1978 provides standard procedures for negotiating and litigating government contract disputes. This process was designed to be transparent and fair. So what are the levels of contract dispute appeals? Now, we've discussed previously, it's best to resolve any dispute at the lowest level possible. You must first file your dispute with the contracting officer. The contracting officer, in turn, will issue a contracting officer's final decision. Basically, the contracting officer's final decision is a decision based on the dispute's merits. Now, a contractor has a right to appeal the contracting officer's decision. A contractor may appeal to the United States Court of Federal Claims or the Board of uh, Contract Appeals. If you do not get the decision you want, you can also file your appeal with the United States Court of Appeals for the Federal Circuit. If you're still not satisfied, your last place you can file is with the Supreme Court of the United States. When to file a contract dispute. Changes are often made to government contracts. Statement of work can be changed. It can be altered. If they add additional workload, it's going to have an impact on you. If they take away additional workload, it's going to have an impact on you. When they add to an additional workload and don't fairly compensate you is when you can file a claim could also alter the conditions that impact the performance of the contract. As you can imagine, these changes will impact you, the contractor. You, the contractor, will have to be paid for additional expenses that you incurred as a result of the increased workload or the change conditions. In good faith, you must file your requests for additional expenses incurred with the contracting officer. If the contracting officer delays in responding to you or rejects the additional compensation request, what do you do now? Well, you could go back and forth with the contracting officer, but instead I would just file a claim. Not all contracts fall under the Contract Dispute Act. As I said earlier, the Contract Dispute Act provides an administrative resolution of government contract disputes. The Contract Dispute Act applies to any expressed or implied contract by an executive agency. It applies to procurement of property other than real property, services, construction, 
alteration, repair, or maintenance of real property and disposal of personal property. The Contract Dispute Act does not cover the following lower tiers of the non-appropriated funds instrumentally, otherwise known as NAFI. N-A-F-I. An example is the morale and warefare funds that are on military installations. It does not apply to agencies operating without appropriated funds. These include the federal prison industries. These are a lower level of NAFTA, federal prison industries, the U.S. Mint. And it does not also, it also does not apply to research and development, barter agreements, grants, or cooperative agreements. Next, we'll file about how to file a claim. So who can file a dispute claim? In order to file a claim, the contractor must be a party to the federal contract. So if you are a subcontractor and you're not in privity of the contract, you are not covered by the Contract Disputes Act. Does that mean that you're not covered? No, not necessarily. So a prime contractor can sue the government using the Contract Dispute Act on your behalf by sponsoring your claim. Also, your surety company cannot file a claim so as we said before, your first step is to file a demand letter. And you're going to file this demand letter to the actual contracting officer. Now we're going to give you some things to consider when you're writing your demand letter. You need to keep your end goal in mind while you're writing this letter. That goal could be either compensation for the additional workload, or it could be an adjustment or interpretation of a contract term or other relief relating to that contract. When you're writing that letter, it's best to write the main facts as you see them. Now remember, always be polite. And don't be afraid to ask for what you want. In addition, set a deadline for the contracting officer to respond to your letter. Now, the contracting officer has 60 days to respond. So you want to keep it within those 60 days, that 60-day time frame. And don't give them a day to respond, in other words. You need to give them time to look at it objectively before they can respond. They have 60 days. So you'll say, okay, on the 61st day, so if I don't hear from you, I'm going to take and seek other relief. When you're setting your end date, make it for like the 60 days. Because that's the standard how long the contracting officer has to respond to your demand letter. And make sure that you state that you're going to promptly seek legal remedies if the government doesn't meet your demand. Also, don't forget to keep a copy for your records. Now, if the monetary cl uh, claim is greater than $100,000, your claim has to be certified. You will need to state your claim is made in good faith, ensure that your supporting data is accurate and complete to the best of your knowledge and belief. And I would add this statement to the letter. In addition, I would also include a copy of the amount of money you're demanding accurately affects the contract adjustment for which the government is liable. So the, basically, the government's going to look at what are your facts, what are your costs that you're going to incur, and they're going to look at them and say, this is, this is reasonable. And lastly, ensure the individual submitting the claim is authorized to do so on your behalf. So generally, the contracting officer has 60 days to 
decide. If your claim is greater than $100,000, then the contracting officer can come back within that 60 days and tell you, we will decide on X date, and we will make our final decision on that date. The contracting officer's decision is final. If you're not in agreement, then you need to going to file your claim with the United States Court of Federal Claims or the Board of Contract Appeals. In conclusion, this is one of the situations where it's best to have an attorney advise you and help you through the process. They can be worth their weight in gold in these situations. Remember, sooner or later, you're going to have to file a claim with the government. Be sure that you take appropriate steps to help you in your case. You need to take copious notes throughout this whole thing. Hopefully, you've taken copious notes before you got to this stage so that you can refer to these notes when you're writing your demand letter. Remember, I've talked before, always take copious notes, daily logs, what happened, did somebody ask you to do something. If you keep your daily logs and that stuff going as you're working on the contract, when you come into these situations where the demand letter is going to be needed, it's going to help you out a ton. Also, make sure that you have your supporting documentation and file that documentation, a copy of that documentation, with your actual demand letter, giving them the background information to support your claim. The more information you give them to me, the better. As always, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. And until next time, as always, be safe.